0: Hi, my name is Nina. I'm a recent graduate of Yale Cornell Graduate School with a degree in health policy and economics. My hot take for this week is the rise of the internet expert. So one of my friends and I, we talk quite a bit about politics. We had the same foundation because we attended the same high school. We've been best friends quite literally since like 2012. And we've talked about it a lot where everybody thinks that they're an expert because they've read a series of tweets and they argue with people who are dedicated political scientists or actual people who work in government. And you see it in science. You see it really spanning throughout completely different fields. And I think one of the most frustrating things about it is that some of the people who also go along with these takes or kind of think that their opinion should be treated as fact or other graduate students, or they're people who might attend these really prestigious universities. And I think that can be really difficult because I'm like, is this the kind of thinking that they encourage at the school, right? And you can state that the views are your own, but once it's out there, people then have this perception of you or whatever it is you study, right? So I think that that's kind of bothersome because we can all Google something, but it doesn't mean that everything we read is correct. And two, just because I've read something for 15 minutes does not make me an expert on the topic. I'm certainly not going to argue with somebody who has two decades worth of experience, or frankly, five years worth of
1: experience when I have five minutes of reading an article on it. That's a good hot take. And I feel like it's very relevant, especially in the age of misinformation. Um, This kind of reminds me of, have you guys seen this like mug that's like, don't confuse your Google search with my four year medical degree. That's what that reminds me of. Joanna, what is your hot take?
2: Oh, very different from this. Um, Oh, you have to
0: intro yourself first, remember.
2: Okay. Uh, Well, going back to to your hot take, I just wanted to say that like people who do end up becoming experts on something actually realize how much more they don't know. Right. so, so that's, that's one thing I wanted to uh, contribute to that conversation. But yes, I agree with whatever you said. Um, so my name is Joanna and um, I am a third year um, graduate student at Rockefeller um, studying senescence. Um, and my hot take
1: Wait, is... you should explain what senescence is for-
2: our Oh, it's basically like when cells go into irreversible cell cycle exit um and like cell cycle exit as in like they stop like dividing and proliferating uh and irreversible meaning that they can't go back to that state um okay so my hot take is very different from nina's because i just thought about it on the spot but um i remember there was some like uh episode of some i don't know what was it It was some Netflix documentary series, um, and it talked about like a group of like, um, like a nudist community in Florida or something. And my hot take is, I don't know if it's that hot, but I think that clothes are unnecessary. I think it's a social construct. Um, Like, (laughs) like, Like if you think about it, the fashion industry is so destructive to the environment and it's like really bad for the climate and stuff. And it's like, why do we need so many clothes? And if people weren't like embarrassed of like their bodies and stuff, we could literally like walk around nude and it'd be like totally fine. I mean, sure it'll get cold, but then like you just need like one jacket. Like you don't need like 15 different sweaters. That's my <laughs> that's my hot take. Um, I literally thought of it just now.
1: But what about accessorizing? Like, I I don't know. I personally find a lot of joy if we're if I'm channeling my inner Marie Kondo. Um, I find a lot of joy from outfits,
2: though. But it's not. Uh, that's that's. Uh, but it's not a necessity. It's just uh, something that. Yeah, like, it makes you happy. I get it. Like, I love accessorizing, too. Um, You know, I don't think makeup is necessary, but I wear it every single day. But I guess my thing is, it's just like, you know, we can literally just like, why didn't we evolve to just be naked all the time? (laughs) Bro, it's
0: cold. We're in New York. It is cold. Yeah, it was
1: fifty
0: I mean, degrees so, this morning, and
1: I was. It was. It. It, I was walking my dog. I was dying. How was I?
2: <laughs> but my point is, is that like, but once you go indoors, I mean, like, why do we need to cover ourselves up? Why can't we just let the world see us for who we are?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> very I'm not gonna
0: lie, awesome. Joy. I think you really gotta have us thrown for this one. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this uh-huh. is a valid
1: point um
0: it's just not a point i would have thought of but definitely valid
1: yeah what that's very a very hot take i think
2: okay cool that's good <laughs> yeah um
1: my hot take for this week um maybe don't you guys start your that. intro your intro oh i'm sorry i'm sorry um, hi, everyone. My name is Ellie, and I am a second-year graduate student trying to get my PhD at Rockefeller University in New York City, and I study cancer. Um, and my hot take for this week, uh, if you guys have been paying attention to the news re- uh, recently, um, revolves around the Free Britney movement. Um, and so if you guys are familiar with the term conservatorship or the whole the whole case study of Britney Spears basically, but essentially, since she was, I think, 18 or sometime in the 90s, she stopped being in charge of her own uh, financial affairs and in charge of her own estate, and she couldn't make basically very adult, big girl decisions. essentially. Actually,
2: actually it happened in 2008, the conservatorship. She was 26. Really? So okay, she was thank 26 at the me. time yeah
0: okay but then she was
2: free she was basically free from 1998 to like 2004 and then she had that whole spiraling from like 2004 to 2007 then 2008 they put her in a conservatorship i am a huge britney fan
1: Uh, i love it um and yeah so just for our audience um this public Uh, this very public mental health breakdown really manifested um, when she shaved her head and when she like destroyed a paparazzi's car with like an umbrella. So (laughs) iconic. And and so um, she was placed under the conservatorship of her father. Um, And recently, I think this week actually, a judge I think ruled that the, the father provided like um, a toxic environment for for Britney, and and so really my hot take is it really revolves around this idea of conservatorship, and and really under like under which under what conditions is conservatorship necessary? And if we really think about, it, I think it's important to keep in 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 mind that Britney Spears came out with "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time," which is like one of her all time favorite songs, <laughs> in when she was sixteen what were you guys doing when you were 16? I wasn't developing a number one hit that is, like, so iconic, you know? Um, and so she really shot to fame as a teenager. And and so my thing about conservatorship is that I think bas- this may be just because of how the media made it sound. Um, but basically what it sounded like is that her father kind of provided testimony for why Brittany is not in a good state, why she can't, you know, um, why she shouldn't have control over financial matters, why she shouldn't be making big decisions in her life. And my hot take is that those decisions shouldn't be made or shouldn't be made by your dad or, or somebody like that. I think it should be made by a mental health Professional or some kind of practitioner who can actually give an a more objective and clinical based um, assessment of of your capacity to make your own decisions. Um, And so, yeah, that's my hot take. Free Britney, although I think she's going to be freed relatively soon, and I think she celebrated on Instagram pretty recently. Correct me if I'm wrong.
2: Yeah. So my hot take on that is. Um, I would just say like, um, even if she is crazy, just let her be crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like, okay, so, you know, like the whole thing was like, oh, we're protecting her. Her life was out of control. But honestly, like, I just feel like every single celebrity in Hollywood has been through like really, like this is kind of like almost normal, I think, in Hollywood, like whatever she went through in like 2007, 2006, 2007, and like, why don't you just let her just figure things out herself instead of like putting her in this conservatorship? You know? And even if she is a little bit crazy, like so what? Just let her be a little bit crazy. It's like totally fine, you know? Even if you and I don't think she is, honestly. Like she sounded like very like sure of herself. And like that June 23rd hearing, that was the day that I like defended my TRP. And that was the day that Britney spoke out her truth. So I just feel like we have like just, I feel like me and you guys Brittany have a connection. Is, yeah, I feel wow, like that's beautiful, Joanna. Have... <laughs> yeah, I, I remember right after I defended, I heard the news about her, and I was like listening to like this recording that this fan had outside of the court where she was like speaking her truth, and like I didn't want to like believe like i didn't know whether or not like what to believe about like the conservatorship stuff until she said it like straight from her mouth and that was like you know that was just like such a life-changing um moment but yeah my i guess it's not i don't think it's really a hot take but like my hot take is basically like you know even if even if she even if you don't think that she's like mentally stable to like make her own decisions like just let her like make these kinds of mistakes in her life like I think everybody goes through this phase and she was just having a really tough time probably because um every like it wasn't even like her fault that she was having a tough time it's like all these paparazzis and fans and like all this media like the media just saying like mean things about her I think they were just overblowing things um in general right like you know I think anybody would um do what she did, um, you know, given the situation that she was in. So that's why I don't really, um, I just thought that the whole conservatorship thing was like super unfair to her um, at the time. Anyways, um, you know what? And it went I've, on
1: for a long time. Like and, she and was the under thing, conservatorship for a very long time. And I'm kind of like,
2: She kept fighting why? it too. She yeah. kept on like quietly trying to fight it behind the scenes. And like, she just wasn't allowed to talk about it. She was just saying like how, her own family would like have interviews about this and make her feel stupid, and she wasn't allowed to like say anything.
1: Like gaslighting. Um,
2: and I just think, like honestly, like Britney has already given us so much already through her art. Like she just, she sh- like she sh- like if she wants to retire, like just go go back to like Louisiana and just like go 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 like have a family of your own. Like I don't think she like really owes anybody anything anymore and like you know if she wants to like retire right now she has the well she should have the money to do so if her like dad didn't spend it all um but yeah that's like my thing if i like like as a fan if i never saw britney again on the face of this earth, well, good you know because she's probably like enjoying her privacy then anyways that's i'm so glad you brought it up i totally forgot i had opinions about free britney